Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the fashion. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The music. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. And the selfishness. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s. This is your host, Steve Spears from St. Petersburg Times. Hey, and I'm Sean Daly, the pop mu- music critic from the St. Pete Times. Don't you love that opening music? I, you? Oh, man. I just, I'm, and I'm glad I'm really drunk right now, too. <laughs> That's the thing. That was a good suggestion on your part. I really see yeah. well, it. Yeah. If we for that, you know. And then when we, you know, they try to fire us, we'll say, well, it was <laughs> well, all, it was we were just, playing a part. Right, exactly. You know, come, like come De Niro us. doing heroin for <laughs> something. So, uh, but it's a very sad, it's yeah, a very this, sad episode today. Yeah. Because really. we're not really talking about George Thorogood. We're talking about heartbreak, heartache, the what sad songs. What songs do you listen to after you get dumped or maybe after you do the dumping, you know? Were you more a dumper or a dumpy? <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about love here, yeah. right? Uh, all right, good. Um, <laughs> I was in the 80s. The 90s, I kind of had a – well, I was with uh, my forever fiancé in the 90s for a long time, for for, for most of the time. But I, I got dumped a bit in the, the beginning of the – the aughts. But in the eighties <laughs> I guess I was more of the, the dumper than yeah. the dumpy. But it was more just like I wasn't like evil and I actually didn't do that much. I guess I dumped maybe three times and I never really put myself out there to get dumped. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So I'm not saying I was macho, I was saying I was kind of wussy a bit. <laughs> but how about you? What was your uh <clears throat> during the eighties a dumper? God. I was I was really bad. In fact I feel bad about it. In fact I used to have this theory that because I guess in the very late '80s, early '90s, I had I didn't date anybody. Mm-hmm. There was nobody would. Go, I mean, wouldn't say nobody. Were you would hitched? Go out. Were you hitched? No, no. no. But um, I, I mean, there was. I would literally go like two years in between dates. In the um, in between dates. Yeah, in the late or between girlfriends, I should say, in the late '80s, very late '80s, early '90s, and I used to think it was like um, payback for what I had done in the early '80s. Wow, because I was notorious about it. I mean, you know, I mean, they didn't build any statues about me or anything. But I mean, I was. So just, you had a change of heart, like some, like a John Hughes character yeah, or something like that. Yeah, like, like a very, like the very lame ending of a John Hughes movie. <laughs> like you realized you were wrong, and now yeah. you're being punished. Right. So could but, you not get a date? in the I know this is stuck in the '80s, but when you were, you know, lonely in the '90s, lonely. Uh, in the 90s. You know, I think part of it was I was up in Jacksonville at that point, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. For those who aren't really geographically keen to where we're at. And uh, there just wasn't much of a single scene there. Yeah. Was there a lot of self-pleasure? <laughs> Go ahead. You well, can I'm be always honest. happy when I'm alone. Is that what you mean? <laughs> you drink alone? Uh, that's, I love I Drink Alone as a song. That's, <laughs> if there's ever an anthem for, for to play after you break up with a chick, that's that's the that's one, good. isn't it? That's good. But today we're, we're, we're addressing softer, softer right. songs. You Definitely. Know? And you had some success. You were asked, you, uh, I think last week you had a blog where you had uh, two of the sadder songs. Of the eighties, but also great breakup songs, and there were two by Phil Collins, correct? What were they? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, for those who don't know, check out our blog at 
at uh, slash blogs slash 80s and you'll see like this ongoing theme over the last week where I've been trying to get people to tell us about you know what's the saddest song of the 80s and uh, we pitted uh, against all odds against separate lives and everybody went for uh, against all odds can you believe that I, I'll tell you what is that you know Phil Collins is a bit of a dope now you know <laughs> with all the Disney stuff but against all odds is a heck of a song it's a great the way it kind of crescendos. Yeah, and, but I, I would I was I was I'm a separate lives kind of guy. Yeah, who what was the name of the woman he duetted with? Marilyn Martin. I don't know who is that. I, <laughs> Somebody was dating at the time. Marilyn I don't Martin. Know. Um, Do you think it, yeah, you, against you think all that, odds? I'd have to vote for against all odds. However, um, I did have a bit of a in the '80s. I, I was dating a, a woman in, in high school. She was a year younger than me. And separate lives. Even though we never kind of you know got together. You know, Separate Lives was somehow our song. I, I, it's hard to explain, but Separate Lives. I did, and I also had the White Knights soundtrack on vinyl. Oh, no. Oh, man, that was That's hot. A, yeah. Did you like that movie? I, did, I thought it was kind of... At the time, yeah, it kind of went over my head. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get the whole but thing. If you, had was, to, if you had to pick between those two movies... I kept waiting for Lionel Richie to show up <laughs> in the movie. For some reason, I thought he was in it, you know? Oh, no. As the wacky neighbor. But it, was, it was a better movie than Against All Odds, though. Yes. Yes, but it didn't it have as many sex scenes. As it, I mean, it gets a lot of disgusting. What was her name? What was the, uh, uh, Kate? Well, no, no, no. Oh, man. Rachel, Rachel Ward. Ward. That's our, our it. producer is yeah. so smart. Rachel Ward. She was hot. And right. she was also in Sharky's Machine, right, producer? With, with, uh, Burt Reynolds. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, you're not so smart now, are you? <laughs> nope. He's hitting the delete button right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just dumped five minutes for our podcast for being smart ass. Anyway, well, I mean, what was your, like, for, for, for your breakups, you, I mean, what was your epic 80s breakup and what was the song? Um, I'm going to have to go with Genesis, In Too Deep. And I don't even know if that's an epically sad song, but it's, it's an association story. I guess you want, you want the story? I want the full story, all the <laughs> nitty gritty. Okay. It, the, the Genesis angle is not real strong, but... Uh, uh, back in college at the University of Florida, there was a girl. I, I, had a, I had a real close friend who was a female, and her roommate was just unbelievable. I mean, she was beautiful and smart and friendly and funny, you know, all the key ingredients. And but she was always dating somebody, or I was always dating somebody, so we never really got a chance to get together. But I want—I I need some more description about her. I'm sorry, uh, you're being way too diplomatic. There. <laughs> name, what would Dirty Steve say about dirty, her? You what know, would Drunk Thoroughgood she, Steve say? <laughs> God, I can't think of anything really mean to say about her. I, but I will in a minute. Yeah, Trust okay, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. So let's just say this girl's name was Melissa. Because I, actually, that is her name, actually. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, she, um, so finally, uh, we were going to, I was in a fraternity. And we were having our big formal. And she finally was free, and I was finally free. So I invited her. And so our first date was this fraternity formal. And, uh, you know, I pick her up, and she's you know beautiful. I can't. This story's gonna last for ten minutes. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I pick her up. She's beautiful. We go to this dance. You know, we're, we're we start dancing on the floor, and um, we had a room upstairs. The fraternity did where we had it all stocked with alcohol, so we didn't have uh, to pay for the you know for the cash bar. Yeah. So I took her up there, and we're on the bed. And I finally, you know, there's a bunch of us there. It's not like I'm just you know being Mr. Sleaze or anything. Oh, and no, finally reach you. over. Finally reach over. You know, we have the epic kiss. You know, the kind of kiss where you, you kiss her, and all of a sudden, you know, fireworks go off, and the world melts, and you, no, and you, no, you don't. <laughs> no, usually our teeth click. You know, and then we decide just to be good friends. <laughs> no, sorry, well, this, go ahead. Well, this is one I've of heard those, about these. This is one of these great kisses. I've had maybe like five of them in my life, but, but this was definitely one of the one of the top ones. And um, 
so we start dating afterwards, obviously, and um, we're together like three weeks or so, and it's real hot and heavy. I mean, it's just like I want to spend every minute. How, with how her. soon do you guys? Start? Did you did you have sex that? No, night? never had sex with her. Really? Yeah. Wow. Strange. So I mean, that was what did me in. Maybe she was. Uh, well, I'm not gonna start second guessing something that happened <laughs> twenty years ago. Anyway. So uh, we go away on spring break. And you were in college at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a sophomore, I think. I, well, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's a great no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that you keep going. So anyway, uh, we, go, we go away on spring break, you know, um, have a great time. She comes back. She wants to. I'm getting to the end of the story, I swear. Um, oh, brain fart. Anyway, <laughs> no. she uh, decides that she wants to rush this fraternity as a little sister. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, sure, that sounds like a good idea. Sure, go ahead. She was already in a sorority, so she does. And suddenly I start seeing less and less of her. Oh, because she's in the sorority now. Well, now she's in a sorority, and now she's also in and a, now she's like, a little she's, sister. And I'm like, you know, I'm never going to... And she's with hot guys now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, who put out. <laughs> she, was, she was making fun of our friends in the sorority about what a prude you were. You know, you're going to give me a complex. <laughs> Come on, this is payback for you. Be, you know, all right, go ahead. No, she's the jerk in this story. So eventually, you know. So she's about to dump your butt. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't even see it coming. That's how bad it is. And, uh, oh, I guess I need the, the Genesis angle in here somewhere. This is <laughs> Sorry, totally disjointed. Anyway, no, 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 it's great. The whole point is, um, uh, so she ends up hooking up with her, her big brother in the fraternity. Oh. God, so, uh, and the big brother. No <laughs> yeah, pun intended. Right, I'm sure. And uh, so she, uh, you know, takes this epic romance that we have and just throws it away so she can. Um, uh. And so she comes over one day, you know, I can see it in her face, and I'm about to get dumped. You know, returns all these gifts that I'd given her, including. Genesis Invisible Touch. Well, the Invisible no, the, Touch the, the, the Genesis angle is that. Like uh, we went away for a weekend to see Genesis in concert in Orlando, and um, did you stay in a hotel in Orlando? No, we actually stayed at her parents' house. Really? So this is like you know three weeks after I spend the night in her parents' house, you know, which is a stressful thing for any guy to have to go through. And then she dumps me for this guy. But I get how'd she dump you? Where'd she tell you? In my fraternity house. Like, oh god, so did you cry? Be honest. Um, you know, I don't. I, I I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you get that kind of anger where you just. You don't know what to do. Like, sure. should, I, should I drink myself silly? Should I um, rob a convenience store? <laughs> should I rob a convenience store? Should I go out and try to hook up on a one night stand or whatever? But I did something even better. I uh, I hooked up with one of her sorority sisters and uh, <laughs> went with her to her their sorority dance. Yeah. So here I am dancing with her sorority sister, who's you know epically hot, and meanwhile Melissa's date slash new boyfriend gets you know trashed. You know, it makes a complete ass of himself wow. at the dance. This is a giant so here she movie. is having to like, you know, babysit her, her drunken, her drunken boyfriend. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, slobbering all over her uh, sorority sister. Did you guys have a meeting at this at the sorority dance? Did you like kind of like as you were going to get punched, she was too, and she's like, I should have never have left you. You know, it's no. The, the sad part of the story is I never spoke to her again. Really? Never. Even at the sorority dance? Even at the sorority How dance. How about looks across the dance floor when... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we were pretending to be friendly to each other and stuff, but we never, I don't think we ever spoke again. That's sad. Can, you, can, we, sad. can we play a little In Too Deep for me? Yeah. So I recover? Yeah, everyone, yeah. Get the, uh, get the Kleenex the ready. The soothing sounds of... <laughs> for crying, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cue me up, maestro. There's so much you promised How could I ever forget Listen, you 
and see if I can honestly say I've never seen that side of you before. You were actually, after last week's sex debacle, <laughs> sex debacle. You were the machine. That's the nickname I was calling you, Steve the Machine Spears, because <laughs> um, you were cold and, <laughs> and pulsating. No, um, <laughs> the, I, this, the, I, I really see a different side of you here. That actually, Melissa quotes. <laughs> she really threw you for a loop. Is there more? Is there like even more daggers in that story? Oh uh, yeah. That, before we went on that trip to see Genesis in concert, I took out an ad in the local newspaper saying, you know, to Melissa, here's to you know, the first great weekend of our lives. Oh, you know, yours God. always, Steve. And I still have, I think I still have it clipped out and in one of my uh, scrapbooks. It's still in the little ad. Wow, that hurts. Yeah. Well, you know, wow, our producer is even crying. <laughs> well, you know, I have a, a horrific story filled with violence and tears and good, biting and humor. Good. Would you like I to hear that? Yes, please. Um, when I was uh, last week on last week's show, we told a lot of you know wild stories, and uh, and one of them I, I talked about how in, in college I was uh, <clears throat> I was involved in a very you know obsessive you know kind of spooky relationship that basically I got one point my you know my oh my, yeah, my, yeah I remember that now but anyway I tried to, to to break up with this woman who I was dating I'm, all of a sudden I'm not using names but whatever uh, we'll call her. <sighs> You use her first name, Zena. Well, Zena. all right, we'll call her. Her actually, her name was Natalie, but uh, Natalie. And so I, we, I tried to. Um, I, I figured we were going to college, and it was senior week in Ocean City, Maryland. Okay, the, the the beautiful city of Ocean City, Maryland. And I decided that you know we probably should probably break up. And I was you know we were we were you know pretty hot and heavy and stuff like that. So right before senior week, we decided to break up. And as we were, you know, I, I went with all my friends, like six or seven of my friends, and we got a house down there. And like right across the street, Natalie and her friends were at a house. Well, it just so happened the day we got down there, you know, all of a sudden Natalie showed up on a street corner. And she, you know, and, and she had been partying and stuff like that, and we kind of talked. And I could sense that this was going to be a bad senior week, that we we're going to try to stay apart. But, you know, booze and the beach and suntan lotion, it, it was probably a bad I probably should have waited until after senior week. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, um, that night uh, on the boardwalk, you know, and I didn't really want to see Natalie with any guys, and she didn't want to see me with, with any girls and stuff like that. But that night on the boardwalk, after some drinks, you know, uh, a couple of Mr. Nasties. You ever had a Mr. Nasty? What's Mr. Nasty? I'll, I'll tell you. It's a great cocktail. <laughs> I'll tell you how to make it after the show. But uh, I had a Mr. Nasty. No, 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 and a trip to hell. A trip to hell. Have you ever had a trip to hell before? Was that another kind of I'll drink? I'll be providing all these, uh, the, 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 the recipe on my blog. Um, <laughs> sbtimes.com slash blog slash pop music. Anyway, uh... Uh, that, that night on the boardwalk, I was with a, a, a woman named Jamie. Jamie. And we were walking up and down the boardwalk, up and down. But see, as the, the mo- more we walked and, and drank, like, I really want Natalie to see me with a, another, you yeah. know, another woman. That's what we do. Like, it. this crazy mind, you know. And so finally, you know, Jamie was sick of walking. I think our, <laughs> our, you know, our dogs were barking. And so I think we eventually, we, you know, went our separate ways. But we eventually ran into, I ran to my friends. We ran into Natalie. And Natalie, and I had this big blowout on the boardwalk. And everyone's we're like screaming. And she's drunk. And I'm drunk, sloppy drunk. And then my friends, Try to intervene, and she's uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Natalie bit one of them, and like she bit one, of and them? she slapped another. I, I don't think she drew blood, but she did bite and slap. What, the heck? what did she bite? <clears throat> a finger and slapped a face, and then oh my and then God. somebody's like, Sean, run! And so I, I'm like, because it was like getting zany, and in my mind, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm thinking uh, the cops are gonna come, so I ran on the beach, and she followed me. And then we like kind of tussled on the beach, you know, and everyone's watching the boardwalks, people watching us. And then um, the end of the story is that 
we decided to stop fighting and go behind some, go behind some rocks down by the beach and, and make love. Uh, yeah, and, and and yeah, enjoy the surf. Um, surf and turf, as they surf. call it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, but then we you know we tried to break up after that. It didn't work. And if you could listen to last week's show, you'll you'll hear you know we continued dating in college. And Natalie was a great girl, but high school love, man, it's it was crazy. And so I think you know what it's I can't like? really remember a song from the time <laughs> except for the, the crashing waves. My friend scre- <laughs> screaming, she bit me. You know. So, but it was uh, it was uh, it was nutty. Ocean City, Maryland. If you ever been there, you know. I'm sorry. God. But, Sad to uh, say, I have never been to the state. But of later on, and, and later on, actually, I got my first writing job at a newspaper at Ocean City, Maryland, called the Maryland Coast Dispatch. And the competing paper was Ocean City Today, and the, uh, they hired a woman named Jennifer Mack, who later became my forever fiance. Wow! But that didn't happen until 1993. Jeez! So a lot of lot of stuff going on there. There was biting. You know, my friend Sandy and Tom. I think she bit Sandy and she slapped Tom. And I think there was like a single tear going down Tom's face, like the Indian is like crying over the trash in those commercials. <laughs> Looking back on it now, it's it's kind of funny, harrowing. But oh, good old man. Nelly, Nelly for out there, you know, I'd love to talk to you. How many breakup stories do you have that involve either that involve someone getting slapped as a percentage or even a I, number? Yeah, I think I've been slapped a good many times. Actually, <laughs> I'd love to have a montage of that. <laughs> I said, then I, there's some other slapping going on that I also talked about last week. Does baby like that? <laughs> that is classic. Yeah, anyway. If, anyone anyway, has, so if, you're, you if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard last week's podcast, you should, you should actually hit stop right now. <laughs> go go back and listen to that one first. And then, uh, yeah. Oh so anyway, my. so yours was very touching. Mine was, um, was really nasty and mean, but, but, you know, very high schoolish. I'm trying to, I want to link a, uh, a song. To that, to them. I want to soundtrack it now. You know what's going on? I'm actually, you know, I I got salt in my tears. It might might, might work. Well, speaking of really good songs that people associate with breakups, we had a reader call in this week telling us about one of his songs that he associates with a break in. You want to hear it? I do want to hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. This is John from St. Pete, uh, one of Steve's good friends. Uh, Breakup information. Let's see. I think junior year. uh, countryside High School, uh, my uh, girl I dated uh, a fair amount of the year, we broke up on prom night of all fun things. And uh, I remember the tune, Oh Sherry, being a, a big one for me during that. Uh, but there will be uh, more to that story later down the road uh, as we get into other topics when I get the call back in. Anyway, uh, that's it. And last week's podcast was fantastic. Loved it. Uh, sorry, Gina's out, but boys, you did a great job filling in. Have fun. Bye. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I've never lived somewhere where O'Sherry played so much on the radio. It's so <laughs> funny. I think the first day I moved, I, you know, I've moved down here from Washington D.C. And uh, the first day I moved down here, I've been here for seven months, and I've heard O'Sherry approximately 370 <laughs> times on the radio. It's hilarious. I, I even heard it. Is. I even heard a DJ lay claim to it, like, you heard it here first, O'Sherry. <laughs> Steve, you know, Steve Barry, I'm like, you heard it here first? This song's like 20 years old, you know? So, In all fairness, with that, with that last caller, I was there when that happened. I was, he's one of my friends. Oh, no kidding. And um, we, we, were all, we all went to dinner together, and... His date was just sitting there not saying a word the whole time. I, mean, I don't think – it's the first time I ever met her. I don't think she said a word the entire dinner. And then we all – then the rest of us all headed off to prom, and they just never showed up. And uh, 
we find out later that they, you know, that they broke up. And it was just like, okay. Wow. That's it. You know, we actually ran a poll this week. Actually, we ran a poll today on our website asking, what is the worst time to break up with somebody? And, and the, the possible answers were, you know, right before the Christmas holidays, on someone's birthday, on your anniversary, or right before Valentine's Day. And what, what do you, what, what's your answer? And then what do you think people chose the most? Well, geez, does anybody break up with somebody on their birthday? <laughs> By the way, I got you <laughs> a pair of socks and you're th- we're through. Yeah. Um, I would have to say um, the worst time is right before the winter holidays. Yep, 42% say before the winter holidays that you know why? Because was there's second. so many Christmas parties to go to. Well, and, yeah, oh, it's family so things, and it's easier to do that stuff when you have like right. somebody by it's your side. It's a whole holiday season, and, and right. suddenly you don't have anybody. And if you're going to do it, though, I used to have a friend who used to notoriously break up with girls right before Christmas so he could get out of buying presents. Oh, that's that's and then like that's get, fiscally sound. And that's fiscally got, sound, but that's and, really low. And then he got back together with them afterwards. Can you believe that? <laughs> Oh wow! That's, Man. Good, that's, that's, about, that's not the guy who got dumped at, uh, at the prom. No, is that the no, Steve Perry guy? no, nope, another friend. Anyway, well, we have another caller. This one's not associated with the uh, the, the break in, but she's got some blog suggestions, uh, podcast suggestions for us. So yeah, let's hear everybody. Sure, here we go. Hey, Steve. This is Six from New York City, and I'm calling to let you know that I'm a big fan of the show. So far, I've only heard the most recent episode, the 25th episode, and one of the others, and um, I love everything that I've heard so far. So I'm going to go back and listen to some more of the old episodes, and I'm looking forward to your future episodes. I just wanted to give you a few things to talk about, a few topic suggestions. Number one, videos that got played way too much in the 80s. For instance, uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady. By Aerosmith, I got. It just got to the point where I would just cringe where it came on because it just got played way too much. I'm sure you guys can think of others. Um, then there's things like movies that weren't so well known, but I just loved them. Maybe they were corny. Maybe they weren't really big budget, but I just loved them. Movies like uh, Just One of the Guys. Did you ever, Did you guys ever see that one? The one where the girl dresses up like a guy to make the uh, so that she can write an article. For, to get into a college and blah, blah, blah. We, I'll, I'll tell you more about it later when I leave another message. Anyway, then there's another one that Patrick Dempsey starred in called Loverboy where he was a guy who worked at a pizza place. And I know you got a thing for Kirstie Alley. So Kirstie Alley was in it. If you didn't see that one, you should see it. It's really good. It's funny. He winds up being a gigolo. I'm sorry. I, dri- I drifted off. Anyway, let me shorten this up. There's some other things that I want to talk to you about, other movies like that I really loved from the 80s, like Red Dawn, Wolverines, uh, The Hitcher, Lady Hawk, uh, Fire with Fire, Vision Quest. And then how about movies that are about sex, like Two Moon Junction and Crimes of Passion, starring Kathleen Turner as China Blue. We can talk about all this stuff another time. Later. Yeah, I like the Two Moon Junction reference. Remember that? with Sherilyn mm-hmm. Fenn? Sweet. I, I had a big crush on Sherilyn Fenn. And, but then she, wasn't she in um, Boxing Helena, too? And yeah. Then kind of I didn't, went down I didn't see that. She, but, hey, but I, you know, I like that call a lot because um, those are actually great ideas. And we, I, I'd love to have more and more callers right. uh, 
you know, some of those stuff. movies are great. I loved Just One of the Guys. I thought that was a again nakedness in Naked. Just One of the Guys. That's a great one. Whatever yeah. happened to that girl? I don't know. Let's do a podcast just, just devoted to that. Just, first, we have to find out her name, <laughs> and then we can do a podcast. It's a about good, it's her. a good movie. I liked, uh, I like uh, Lover Boy a lot. Patrick Dempsey is, he's great in that movie. He's good in uh, Can't Buy Me Love. What would you? Well, Can't Buy Me Love. I was just going to bring it, but I think oh, Can't Buy Me Love has actually gained popularity. You know, the more I think a lot of people consider it one sort of, of his better bit, '80s yeah, movies. Yeah. You know, I, Amanda I like, Peterson. Yeah. Who went on to date Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sweet. I think. And then I think he ruined her. And now she's like <laughs> at the Moonlight Bunny Dawn. Ranch. I mean, we could do a whole episode I shouldn't on say Red that, Dawn. By the way, I, you know I'm sure Amanda be... Peterson has a nice family somewhere. <laughs> she is not at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. I, I know our buddy, uh, the Times TV critic, uh, Chase Squires, is a big, big fan of uh, Red Dawn. Oh, I'm sure he is. Any one of those, like, those hyper movies. Yeah. Now, what did she scream out? Wolverines? Wolverines. Is Remember that the that? name of their football team or something like well, that? Well, yeah, but then the, the, when they became the Vigilantes or not the vigilantes, the uh, what do they call them when you're, uh, you know, the teen uh, terrorists? Ter- Steve, terrorists. they were terrorists. <laughs> terrorists, but that was like, the, the, yeah, that was their their high school mascot. But it also became like their their, their yeah. little spiel. That's cool. So. I still think, and maybe this is your idea, and I think it's a great idea that we should record a director's commentary or have some sort of director's commentary podcast on one of these classic '80s movies. Yeah. Well, we talked about doing a commentary on what is it, Valley Girl. At one point. And so, what people can do is they can queue up the movie, then at the same time queue up the podcast, yeah. and as we yeah. talk about it, they can watch the movie. Yeah. Anyway, so totally. if you have a, if you have a recommendation out there, any of our listeners of which movie you want us to do a commentary on, let us know because right now I, I lean towards Valley Girl, but you know Fast Times would be a good one. I think it's got to be one that you know Valley Girl might be good. It can't be in the John Hughes movies because everybody knows those so well, yeah. you know. And maybe something that's not so joke driven, right? Well, uh, Fast Times and Valley Girl those are my two my preferred. But I just uh, want to hear your commentary about Phoebe Cates climbing out of the pool. Ah. Uh, They'll just. Uh, I was just going to do a sound effect, but I forget about it. You've done that I'm sound not working, effect before. I'm not working blue this time. Ah, the music that indicates it must be time for the Name That 80s Tune Contest. All right. Do we have any winners last week? Two winners. I know what the song was last week. Are we going to play last week's song? Yeah. First, we're going to play last This is the song. This is the contest where you, the listeners... Email us in and let us know the name of the song and the artist from a really short clip that we play. And we send you, if you're a winner, we send you a baseball cap. So here's last week's tune. There you go. Do you, did you know what it was? Uh, yeah, I heard it last week. Uh, uh, it's Banana Rama Cruel Summer. Yeah, that's it. There we go. You got it. Was that too easy, do you think? Uh, no, but you know, it was e- It was. Harder than the week before. Yeah. You know? Well, this next week we'll have a harder one, trust me. Okay, cool. So we did have two winners this week. The winners were uh, Steve Bell from Kings Park, New York, and Scott Lawrence from Rochester, New York. Wow. So evidently we're big with the New York crowd. Because six, six, the uh, caller that came in, she was from New York. Is that six, like Nikki Six with two X's, or just six, like the number six? Like the number six. Okay. So she promises that she's going to explain that to me sometime. Really? I can tell she kind of has a thing for you. I shouldn't say that six. I'm sorry. But you sound, you have a very nice voice. Okay, so here, uh, get ready, because here is this week's tune. If you know the name of the tune, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com with the song title and the artist. That's all you get, John. Did you uh, know what it was? You know what? As the pop music critic, I'm embarrassed to say I do not know that song. You should I know have, that I song. I have a couple ideas, but I'm not definite. Not like last week. Uh, but you know who would know that song? The lovely and talented Gina Vivanetto, your co-host. Yeah. Poor Gina. She's still... Gina, we love you. <laughs> we wish you were back. 
Sean does. I emailed Gina and she failed to email me back. She maybe she's me back too either. looped out of her mind on. She is. For drugs. those who don't know, Gina Vivanetto is the co-host of the show and has been since the start. But she's a. Uh, She's on. I am merely keeping her medical seat warm leave. and not even doing a very good job no, of that. No, but once she comes it. back, the world will uh, be in proper right. order. We again. hope she'll be back in a and few she'll weeks. She'll probably yell at me. And in the meantime, we'll just continue to um, until she calls us and leaves a message. We're just going to continue to taunt her now. I, I can't wait to hug Gina. I don't even care if the stitches are are, are, you know, are good. I'm going to hug her care. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But I'm just going to be so happy to see her. I'm going to give her a big squeeze. I can't wait to see what she'll want to do that first episode back. We'll have to see. Oh, God. Bad mouth of both of us, I'm yeah, sure. We're going to get her talking, talking to. We really are. Yeah. Oh, and then this time. You know, because I bet she would have some good breakup stories, too. I mean, I bet but she'd I have bet some she was bizarre. a real, like, I bet she was a real lady killer in high school, though. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she Well, she's uh, she told broke some great stories yeah. over the time about, remember that time that she, I think she went to a party with this guy because she, she liked his jeans? Oh, yeah, that was a and great then she, story. And then she ended up making out with his friend instead. But the guy still walked her home at the end of the date. I mean, that's that's classy. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Was that the Boy George episode? Can people go back and hear that in the Boy yeah, George episode? Yeah, that was the producer. Boy, do you remember that? I think that was the Boy George episode. So if you, want, if you want to hear that story, go back and listen to it. So you got any other breakup stories, Sean? I don't. I'm telling you, the 80s was, uh, it, was, it, was it was full of love and wonderment. <laughs> they really were the wonder years. But I didn't get dumped or do that much dumping. Well, tell How me. How about you? How about you? Yeah, sure I did. But Yeah, because you said the 80s were really, a, that was. Well, I mean, I just say that when I did have relationships in the 80s. How about, a, do you have a, a, about, uh, a story where you really dumped someone good? Let's play Salt in My Tears by Martin Brawley, well, I, <laughs> okay. and I will, I will gain the strength from that to tell you a good one. Here All right, cool. I saw you Is that an obscure song or what? I love Did it. Did you think though. I was going to pull that one out? No, it's funny because when I referenced that song earlier, Salt of My Teeth, I, I had no idea what it was. I just saw it on the list. I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's that? Uh, tell me a little bit about Martin Briley. Do you know anything about Martin Briley? You know, all I know is he recorded that one song. He had that cheesy video for it where he's just basically sitting on a bed playing his guitar. And just singing about you aren't worth the salt in my tears. I was just oh, like, wow. you know, you know what I like about the '80s is, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good sad songs about. Like, I'll give you a good one. Just once by James Ingram. Oh man, oh, I man. love. I'll tell you, I have James Ingram's greatest hits. Do you really? How about how can you keep the music playing? Do you know that one? No. Oh, it's from the movie Best Friends with Goldie Hawn and Burt Reynolds, producer or anything. I no. see you got that weird nervous look in your eye because he said Goldie Hawn. Oh, you don't like Goldie Hawn? No, he loves Goldie Hawn. He's got a big poster of it in his <laughs> office. Uh, yeah, I, I, James Ingram, I like it. How about uh, 100 Ways? Yamo Be There. Yamo Be Mantai. There. I love Yamo Be There. You play this song one more time, I'm going <laughs> to explode this place up from, from uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The, uh, what I love about James Ingram is it's the uh, finale song in the movie Last American Virgin. It is. It is. And I, that is probably the, one of the saddest endings to any 80s movie there ever was. Yeah, the was. credits just roll as 
was that little. Yeah, that he's little... just Gary drives off in his car. I reference him, <laughs> Gary. Gary. Oh boy, God, you Gary. love that movie. I do love that. I have it on DVD. One of these days we'll queue it up. We'll uh... maybe we should do the director's commentary to that oh, turkey. Geez. It's you know actually it's not a really good movie. I just... No, it's awful. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> Fast Times knockoff. It's really bad. It came out the same. Don't time. they all get some sort of STD too? From crabs, like... they get the crabs. Uh, can we say crabs? And then, yeah, we just did twice. <laughs> and then uh, they try to drown him in the pool. Remember, they just sit in the pool all day because they, they think that if oh, they're yeah. in the pool, the crabs will drown. Oh, my you God. You ever try that? <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a friend who, who, had, who, who got the crabs. And he says he just gave himself a nice little trim and, uh, you know, down there, and he brushed them out. You said you weren't going to work blue today. <laughs> well, I thought that I could be a give me help another, for anyone suffering give me, a medical malady. Give me, a, give me another. Uh, I'll tell you a great anthem, a, a sad anthem of the 80s. The Smile Has Left Your Eyes by oh, Asia. Man, I love that song. If, there, if you were ever going to cry from a song from the 80s, that would be it, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love Asia. You know, I, I blogged about Asia not too long ago, remember? Yeah, no. Because got, they were referenced in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. And another, oh, The Matador. Have you seen that movie no, yet? No, not yet. Oh, it's great. Is it good? Yeah, with uh, Pierce Brosnan. I great. love The Smile Has Left Your Eyes. Let's that, listen to that. Great. I saw you standing hand in hand But now you come to me Solitary man You know, I'm I'm weepy. John Wetton, Asia. Big Asia supergroup fan. How many more weeks will it be until we roll out the Dynamic Asia podcast? <laughs> yeah, the least listened to podcast in ever. The no, it won't be that no one will listen to it. It'll just, we'll have the, the largest audiences of, of loser guys since 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 our failed Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring my six sided die anyway. Yeah, well, there's let's a lot play of some more songs. You know what? You know what? And I'll I have a story about this one since we uh, finish it. Let's play. Uh, I, I have. Uh, this classic from Ario. Here we go. You know that one, right? Time for me to fly. I like that one, yeah. It's classic. It is a classic. I like that break in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one reminds me of Jeanette. This... Uh I mentioned her last week. We'll only use first names this week since, you know, we were talking before the show about should we name names this week, and we were talking about our stories, and one of the things we said was, you know, these stories this week are ones that we've tried to repress for the last 20 years yeah. as opposed to the ones last week where we were like, you know, try to remember them for 20 years. I wasn't going to use my own name this week. I was so embarrassed <laughs> by some of these. Stan Giletta. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the name I used. Anyway, Jeanette and I went out, and uh, she dumped me at a, at a roller skating rink. Oh, man. Because she was uh, dating another guy named Harold. Oh, not even Harry, but he was Harold. 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 Oh, I have God. an uncle named Harold. And she dumps me for She liked Harold. Harold's purple crayon? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so back then, Aria was huge. And so that's, oh, that's, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my uh, 
Did you cry? Did you skate away? I skated away. <laughs> tears in your I eyes. I asked her friend to couple skate that day. Yeah. <laughs> Were you big skate. into skating? What was the big thing? Didn't oh yeah, everyone was this a skate freak when everyone would like the people who didn't want to skate would stand up and like put their hands down and you'd like high five all the skaters. <laughs> I couldn't get into the whole skate culture. That at sounds all. like Xanadu or something. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, the, <laughs> sure the, the skating party I went to, everyone would high five and no. then people would like form a chain or something. Oh, I don't know. No. I, I was, that, this, this is making me furious. You northerners are just weird. <laughs> down here in the south, we just if you didn't want to skate, you just sat your butt down and, and waited. Is that a southern thing? What, the, skating? The, like skating, roller no, skating? No, I'm sure it's all like over. Like it was a big down here? Like, I, I'm sure. I don't know if it was big internationally. You guys bowl down here, too, a lot, don't you? I don't think we bowl down here any more than we do anywhere else. Do you think? <laughs> I you think look, so. I don't want to defend the southern culture. <laughs> Give me another great song. You and song. your Confederate flags. Oh God! <laughs> Some of the readers suggested their favorite songs. We had "Goodbye to You." Oh yeah, I, that's actually a great one. And I like uh, there was a oh, "Don't Let It End." I think we played last week. Oh, "Every Time You Go Away" by Paul Young. Yeah, that was my contribution. That's I great. Love that. Can great we hear video. that? Can we hear that? Some of yeah. that now. Here we go. You know what's funny? As, as much as we love that song, one of our listeners or one of our blog uh, readers wrote in with a story about you know how we've shared our really nasty stories and um, about breakups. This one girl uh, who blogged in said her boyfriend didn't even have the guts to break up with her when he was getting married, so he had his wife call her and tell her the news. Oh my! God. You mean he was? Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. He got, this guy was seeing somebody, but he was married. No, he was seeing somebody and then decided to marry somebody else and let and waited until oh, he was married no. and then had the wife call her with the bad news. Come you, on. Could, I, that, I'm just really? telling you what I read. Is that verbatim? Well, no, I'm paraphrasing. Trust me. What, you, you that's, ama- that's an amazing story. You got good it's, stuff. It's so horrible that it has to be true. You get good blog stuff. On my blog, it's like, Daily, you're a loser. <laughs> that's <laughs> not true. Talk, talk People about, love talk your about Skid Row some Your more. blog is celebrated <laughs> around least, the world. Yeah. Around, least around the, the world. Block. Around that's a great one. Wow, the, the wife called up. Hi, yeah, Larry can't see you anymore because he's married to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this. Enough of these sad stories. Really, two straight weeks. It's mushy. It's sad. You know what? I want. You know what I crave? I crave a kind of obscure '80s anthem that's gonna like pump me up for the rest of the day. I have that anthem for you. <laughs> I want to hear it. Okay, my friend, cue up the tubes. Oh, the tubes. Fee Waybill. I saw him live, and he has giant thumbs. Does he? Really? Obs- it's like he's wearing like a novelty hands. It's <laughs> crazy. It's bizarre. It's it's like yeah, it's crazy. But what what tube song? She's a she's a beauty. No, talk uh, to you later. Oh, I like that. That's Let, a fun one. Yeah, let's enjoy the uh, the mellow goodness, and we shall see you. I had again. a great time. Yeah, it was Me great. Too, Bye, everybody. Bye.
Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkowski for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. We were in the zone so much last week. I was I couldn't get anything done the rest of the day. I was so deflated. Like I gave everything I got. I was like Michael Jordan in the finals. <laughs> but but fat yeah. and with man boobs. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Ready? Here we yeah. go. The reader Collins actually one of them is only related to the topic. The other one can't is stop eating these. I'm I know fine. I've already been like through them. The, um, <laughs> We're gonna have to take a poo break. The uh, when we get to the reader yeah. stories, yeah. 